Welcome Walnut. I'm Lara, but you can call me Laz, your host for Walnut Wednesday. This is your reminder to be brave, be yourself, and know that you can make the world a better place just by what you decide today. Here, I'm going to share my weekly walnuttings with you on a Wednesday. It is me, Lads, here for another episode of Walnut Wednesday. And today is a very special and delicious episode because we have the returning guest, Kate Bromley. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Welcome, welcome. How are you today, Kate? I'm good. I'm good. It's in that weird between Christmas and New Year time that we're recording. So it's always a bit like, what day is this? Yeah. And um, I well, not I slept in today as well. Kate and I were scheduled to have a chat, and um, I'm two hours delayed. So it's just been a day. It's just that every, <laughs> those in between days are just um, a bit like that. <laughs> um, so Walnut, what we were going to talk about today, because we have had a couple of comments um, when episode 110 aired, where um, people were like, "Where's Kate?" <laughs> I know that is everything okay? Are you guys fighting? La la la. So we thought we'd actually talk about this with you because I think um, it is a really great topic. Um, Kate, do you want to give the background of the of the story? Yeah, definitely. I mean, first of all, we definitely didn't fall out. We love each other more <laughs> no. than ever. Um, but yeah, if, I mean, it's gonna be a few weeks ago now, either late November, early December, maybe even earlier around that time and uh, we were going back and forth and trying to work out timings and a date might work for me but it didn't for you and then there was a date but we were just a bit tired and I kind of was like you know I love being on this I still want to be on it but maybe it's just not going to work out this time for 110 and you know that's okay and you felt the same I think you're like yeah we'll, mm. we'll find a new thing and it'll be fine and we just kind of let go of the stress of trying to make it fit into that specific number because it just wasn't just wasn't working out that time for no other reason than just scheduling and energy levels, really. Yeah, and I think sometimes, um, well, in particular for me, so Kate, let me know if you resonate and Walnut, you as well. You, we put a lot of pressure on like significant dates or numbers, like anniversaries of of like loved ones past or like even birthdays all these things we put so much pressure on a number when actually the concept of dates and times is a man-made thing and it's what you give it meaning from in your head does that yeah. make sense you know what I mean Kate? do you want to elaborate Definitely. well a kind of a, a kind of interesting thing that's just happened is Christmas right so that's obviously yeah. you know you've got to see the family or you've got to do the thing on the day and this year I didn't see my family on Christmas day and it actually was something I knew wasn't going to happen regardless of COVID because my sister had other plans to go away and my family the rest of my family's in New Zealand or away for the holidays um, so right from the get-go my sister and I made a plan to do something on the 23rd and that was going to be our Christmas. And I don't know whether that would have thrown me another year or 
or you know what that was about but this time I was like yeah as long as we're together and we do something to mark the kind of occasion it doesn't really matter if it's not the actual day mm. um we can still watch our Christmas films and cook the roast like break the rules um yeah. because what does it matter it's just about you know making our own Christmas the way that worked for us um so yeah you know I had a friend check in on me about that she said oh, I'm just I know it's great you're seeing your sister, but I don't want you to feel bad on Christmas Day. Um, and I thought, well, you know, I don't really know how I'm going to feel. But the main thing I do know is that I want to see my sister and it won't matter if that's Christmas Day or not. Mm. That's the thing that would make me feel sad. Um, but but the date still does have meaning on its own. So it's, it's a funny old thing to balance. So like our podcast and then this holiday just been... Um, which was complicated for me being in the UK and COVID's bad again. So a lot of plans did change. Um, maybe that part of that pandemic's helped me learn to go with the flow a bit, that things aren't always set in stone and you've got to be a bit more flexible. Otherwise, you're just going to live in disappointment. Yeah, I love that. And I think what we have sort of decided with these kind of episodes is, is to have that like masculine and feminine energy within it. So Walnut, what Kate and I sort of decided purely from the example of getting this episode recorded was um, as long as it's within the 10, it will be somewhere in there that works well for us. So we have that like masculine structure, but we do have that feminine flow to see like where it can be put rather than be really really stuck for every single 10 and sometimes it might work out for every 10 and sometimes it might not and that's actually really exciting and that actually brings a little bit of like exciting flavor to my life a little bit as well <laughs> exactly like if you don't treat things like missing a deadline particularly ones that we create for ourselves like yeah and I know important. you'll be a for that but like it's good to set goals and things obviously but not to the point where if you don't meet a goal that you've made up for yourself, that you consider it a failure. That's when it gets too regimented or too, you know, it sucks the joy out of it rather than being like, well, what actually matters? Us doing a recording matters, not the actual number of the episode that it's on. That's what matters to us the most. If it was about the number, then at this point we'd go, well, that's that then. See, I'll never come back. We've missed it. It's all ruined, which would be mm. ridiculous. Yet I've done that about other things myself, diets or, you know, exercising. Oh, I've missed a day. That's it. Let's throw it all out the window or, you know, even getting up in the morning. If you miss, you miss like, oh, I was supposed to get up at half eight to be productive in the weekend and you decide oh, well, I missed that. I might as well just stay in bed till noon and really just throw it all in the bin. And when you could just get up a half hour later and still be proud of yourself for getting up in the morning. Like it's about the way you sort of put the emphasis, I think, which is whether you've got a black and white fail or pass, or you have this more, like you say, that more feminine or more free flowy of, well, around this bracket would be nice. You know, I'm sure I can manage that. You give yourself yeah. a bit of grace. Yeah. And it sounds, that's actually my like ideal day where I just like have this, like I have the um, structured masculine, the stuff that like I would like to get done, but it's like I choose when I do it. So I wake up when I want and I don't know. I just always think about that. You you need to have a really healthy, I don't 
balance is not a really great word, but like a really good flow of both. It's not necessarily 50-50 all the time, but it does you go, you lean into each for their strengths. And that's actually quite like the most ideal, harmonious way of like of living life is having those two energies just flowing like a little river through your energetic wave. Like because sometimes let's face it, you got to catch a flight, you need to get there. There's not, I mean, there's, yeah. you know, there's going to be a touch of grace, but ultimately that's because if you've over-prepared and you're like, all right, if there's anything delayed, I've given myself extra time, but that plane's leaving, right? So there's times where you just need to haul ass and do the thing, you know, get to work on time or whatever mm-hmm. it is, but we don't have to carry that through to literally every other thing in our lives. And it's nice to know when you can be more relaxed and we've all been stressed out as well, or you might be this person where you're never on time to anything. And that's too relaxed for, you know, sometimes, you know, when you've missed a few flights, I've missed a few, uh, you think, well, that's not worth it. Uh, you know, um, and, and it's just, it's hard when people, you know, it's like that type A type B thing of feeling like, well, I'm this kind of person, I'm early to everything. And then you give yourself a really hard time. If you're five, 10 minutes late to something one time, exactly. Or you're someone who's always late. So you don't really even try because you know everyone's going to expect that you're going to be late anyway. And that's a little bit, you know, disrespectful as well. So there's not like, there is that kind of harmonious, like you say, you know, picking and choosing, working out where that fits and where you need to like, you know, show up and be there. And other times where you're like, well, I'm not going to sweat over this. This is, Mm. this isn't worth getting all worked up about. And it's really hard because I tend to fall on the be early to things. And I do get really stressed out if I'm like, it's hard to break that. Um, And I've got friends who are late to everything. And, you know, I know for them, sometimes they're like, oh, you know, I do feel bad. I'm always the last person there. And it's hard for them to break that habit too. Yeah, I have. I am the same. I'm really like, well, I have been really hyper-focused on like, leaning back and having like this flow for quite some time now and it's like a work in progress right like everything but um like in particular for my book and my publishing date I really wanted it to be published on Walnut Wednesday's birthday I really wanted to um click the publish button on what I think it was the 3rd of November or something like that but I noticed like a typo or I noticed something that I had to go back and change everything. And that prolonged it for like three days or something. And it really fucked me off. And I couldn't, I couldn't shake it. And a lot of the book process had these things where like everything continued to be delayed. And I was like getting that like twitch, like this is not in my linear, how I wanted it to be. But I think that was the main thing. It was it's what I wanted but if I took like a full back seat even like full bird's eye view look at my book was that going to impact what the or like the typos say was it going to impact what the message of the book was um how my voice was um expressed in the book or any of that kind of stuff no it was literally my idea that I had planted about a certain date or time And that's what I've continuously done through my life about like being early or being the reliable friend or um, or whatever. And then I get days like now after 
lots of like self walnut work um days like today where I was told Kate that I would be online at a certain time and I've fucking slept in two hours too late and I I say sorry but I'm also like uh, I slept in you know I'm not I'm not kicking myself yeah yeah but you were sorry in case it was a missed opportunity but because it wasn't then there's no harm done. And I think that's the knowing the difference, right? Like, Mm. um, especially with the book, like you say, that creative process, trying to fit that into the more, you know, normal things that we kind of do is it's very difficult because you've got so many conflicting things going on. I, I had the same with my short film, which is that you want it to be the best it can be, but at a certain point you have to just do it. And, and so the times that yours got delayed, there are probably good reasons each time. And then it got to a crunch point where you're like, right, I just have to see this through and there might be a typo, but I can live with it. But all those other moments where maybe there were delays is that instead of it being like, oh, this is taking longer than I thought is it was sort of a, an achievement that you had so much attention to detail and so much care for it that you were like, well, I'm not going to rush this. I'm not going to do that would be a disservice more than meeting a day that you'd made up for yourself, which is very tidy and very like meaningful to have it full on that day. But it would have been almost, you know, a little bit unfortunate if you weren't happy with the product of it because you'd put that date first. So ultimately, even if it was disappointing and it would fuck me off too, it was for the betterment of the project, I think that you ended up going, well, it's not what I'm pleased about, but I do need to take the time. And I had that too, you know, it took a long time, different stages. And at a certain point, me and Etem, who was editing it, we were kind of like, look, there's a million ways we could do this and some would be better than others, but we just have to be happy with what we've done and be confident and put that forward and finally just go, yep, it's done. And sometimes that can be scary too, right? And giving yourself a date, you're like, well, I had to get it done by that date. So that's why that's like that. It's almost like a get out of jail card. Whereas if you're waiting and you're perfecting and then you're still like, I mean, there's still tiny little things about the film. I'm like, oh, maybe I'd have done that a bit differently. But ultimately I'm glad it exists. And I'm so glad your book exists. And I just think that's um, that's what matters more. You didn't blow the deadline and go, well, that's it books going in the bin then you know imagine that'd be crazy yeah and I think also I have like this weird sense of I find I find myself doing a little bit of get out of jail free things with um people who aren't like directly linked to um to walnut Wednesday or the walnut tree you know like um family and stuff because going way off topic of dates and deadlines but also like because I know that I have um intentional typos in there I I almost am like I I think I said to um somebody the other day oh it might irk you a little bit because I know that they are very like masculine structure people who will pick up on it and people have commented like oh yeah a couple of typos but you know it's fine um to so I do have that with some people and then in other times when I'm just sitting by myself just sitting and basking in all the book celebrations I'm like I fucking love my book and I'm proud of like the work that I had to do internally to leave them in there because that actually that took heaps to not let my little OCD tendencies you know prolong it even more I decided intentionally no I'm gonna just publish it with this in it 
and that's what it is and yeah so I don't know funny side note I suppose <laughs> and I and it just I, and you can apply that to you know the those other things we talked about which is you know deciding okay maybe I took another half hour in bed but now I've gotten up and that's still just as good because maybe I need that little bit of a rest but I haven't you know blown off the whole day still doing the podcast or okay maybe we didn't do 110 episodes like that that number but we are still doing the podcast and it's that thing of being like it's still good and that not being it, it being ruined or and I think that's the thing you see with you know usually on Facebook or, or Instagram of people you don't know them being all bent out of shape because you know at the wedding the flower was purple not pink or whatever and I get that it's like oh that's their day and they want it a certain way but you know you're only ruining it for yourself right and I think people don't is that if you want to focus on missing the deadline or the little thing being a bit wrong or whatever you will be right and if you want to focus on but it's still good and this is still a wonderful day or the podcast is still really fun the, the experience of us doing this podcast is no different for the number episode that it's on then you'll also be right and it's about what you know the perspective you choose to take missing the flight that's a fucker try not to do that it's horrible <laughs> i know that for a fact <laughs> um yeah. but but you know those other things where it's more you know self-constructed it's it's your own decision not not dependent on something else that's bigger than you um going to the gym, doing a passion project, you know, all those different things. Don't be so hard on yourself. Try to, try to like, if your mindset is on, I can, and I give myself a little wiggle room because that's just human nature. You will mostly start realizing I achieve what I want to do. It might mm -hmm. not be on the dot of the day or the time or the hour, but it doesn't mean you failed. And I think the more pressure we put on ourselves, the more we set up ourselves to fail when we really aren't. It's quite arbitrary. Yeah, love that. I love that. Thank you, Kate. Yes, it actually <laughs> reminds me of like a little bit of discussion stuff that we had in Elevate to Celebrate. Um, where just really, when when you do do these little things, Warner is to just is to celebrate yourself and and note it down on like your evidence list or whatever because. Um, you, when you first well from I'm talking from my experience but when I first started this leaning back into not being so structured thing um you know bully you do get bully demon and there's thoughts in your head telling you you're a piece of shit and you suck and and whatever but you have to really just continue on very slowly and looking back now in hindsight I don't really get um the the bully demons anymore when I go oh, I slept in you know but before I bloody did like it was you know more things more evidence towards telling me and my inner self that um I suck and that I'm a piece of shit and that I'm not a good friend or not organized or all your biggest fears that you have about your internal self um so I think that's a really important thing to note down as well as when as when you do the things for example my sleeping in but still doing this podcast episode now um no that's part of my evidence for that I still did the thing and that I am organized I am a really good podcast host or whatever the things that I I need or tell want to tell myself or know that I am 
And in a way that's, that's not, you know, to let yourself mistreat people. None of, none of this is about saying, and, you know, fuck you to this person or whatever, you know, yeah. it's more about like, oh, you know, I, I know I was supposed to make a cake today was really crazy, but I did, I picked one up instead, or I brought chocolate instead, something that's easier or whatever it might be, but not a, cause I don't care about you, but because I, I'm really sorry, I couldn't manage this today. This is what I did instead. Um, and, and that's okay too. And I'm sort of like the kinder you are to yourself in a way that's not like, oh, I can, you know, forget to go to lunch with my friend and not say anything like, you know, that's not a good thing, but you can be more resilient to the sense of, I did make plans with this friend. This isn't the day to day. And I've got the sort of resilience by knowing, you know, giving myself a break that I'll tell that friend, I'm really sorry. I know we had these plans. I can't make it today. This mm. is why. And I think you tend to give, you know, get out what you it returns to you in that sense of, you know, friends will normally be like, hey, look, thanks for letting me know, I understand. But but if you just kind of go, oh, well, I'm gonna be late, I'm not gonna make it, I'm already in trouble, I might as well just not say anything or go, or you know, ignore it, that in for a penny, in for a pound thing, you're gonna get that return, which will be resentment, because if you're letting yourself be the failure, you know, right? Like, and it's not just with yourself. If, if you're more resilient with yourself, which is, look, I might be a bit late, but that's not a write-off to get out of bed or to do the thing or to work on my book or whatever it might be. And you extend that out into life. You're also going to be more courageous with other people who might be, mm -hmm. you know, sorry, I'm running late because I, sorry, I slept in for the podcast, you know, and I'm like, I'm just chilling. It's fine. I don't take that as a slight because I know you. And I think if, and I know that like, I, I didn't feel any disrespect from that. And I think when we feel anxious about how other people are gonna project us, we sort of fulfill that as well quite often, you know, being overly apologetic, beating ourselves up. Um, sometimes, you know, friends are just like, well, now I really feel like I have to overcompensate and make them know that they're not bad at all, which is sort of like not a good thing to make people do for you. You shouldn't need over validation or you get those rare people who see that as an opportunity to then go yeah you're really useless actually and you go thanks for just validating everything I thought that was bad about myself so I think it, it I mean that was a tangent as well but I think by being kind to yourself and flexible and and understanding goals can shift but that you're still reaching for them and you're still like working on accomplishing not just feeling like your failures disappointment or setting yourself up for failure you create a resilience in yourself that does kind of exude out into the world and mm -hmm. gives other people permission to do the same yeah um you really hit the nail on the head there Kate with like again that ebb and flow of of even how you receive and what you give what you give back I had and so I wanted to actually just touch on um you know how you receive it from others which and you gave the really good example about today when I was like oh fuck sorry <laughs> and you're like oh good you know but like even around the Christmas time um just talking about what you were touched on earlier I I got like a she always gives me like a little bag of treats so we had like little chocolate balls and some budge or whatever and just a little thing from like the kids or whatever and um she was like oh, I didn't make the fudge I just had to go out and and buy the fudge this year you know and 
you know, I mean, this is a bit exaggerated, but, you know, I could have been like, oh, oh, is it bought? Where's it from? How much was it? Or, you know, really giving that evidence back or how I was, how I did receive the fudge was like, oh, oh, good. I love fudge. And it's really kind of you to actually just give me a gift. I didn't expect to get a gift anyway. So like, I thought we could touch on how we receive and give back those um, those situations too, because you are going to come to a time walnut where you you do have to choose how you respond to um, someone ebb and flowing through life as well. You know, like it's all just a little flowy, flowy, flowy thing. So um, yeah, I thought we could talk about that a little bit, Kate. Yeah, I think I think there's a, an element of the gut feeling to that too, right? Is that um, you know you can you can sense from that that this is a person that would normally make the fudge, right? I'm not a person who would normally do it. So if someone says that to me, I'm I mean I'm not going to laugh, but there's probably being like, please don't apologize. That like this that's so fine, it's not even worth mentioning. But it matters to that person, right? So you do want to say. Oh, no, no, it's absolutely fine. I just appreciate the gift. And I think that's the perfect response. Um, but you also get that gut thing, kind of similar to the example use of the, oh, I could have, you know, you could, it's the delivery too of the person going, yeah, it's just bought because I couldn't be bothered. And people sometimes speak like that, which is that sort of probably truthful, like probably I was busy and, or I chose to do something for myself instead which is actually fine, but it's mm. the confrontational delivery as well. And there's usually that gut thing. And, you know, someone goes, says it in that way, you're usually going to go, oh, no, that's fine. Like, I'm scared now. I'm scared to say anything. Yeah. Um, and I think when we're talking about being kind to yourself and flexible and, and selfish, it's in a good way, you know, that you can say, I'm, I'm sorry, but, or, or not be sorry and give people heads up about things. And, be very um I think just considerate of of the people you might be affecting while you're going through that thing of maybe I'm gonna cancel this thing because I'm exhausted and I never do that or maybe I'm gonna buy the dessert rather than bake it and that's a great achievement for you but but the the thing to kind of balance is with that give and receive is the way you put that out and the way you'd expect someone put that out to you um, which is to be honest and, and it's not a, I should, you know, go home with myself and give myself 30 lashes for being so <laughs> shocking, or I shouldn't be like a bulldog. Like I dare you to say a word against this. Like, yeah. So when I'm late, um, it's that middle ground. And I think that's really hard to find because we not, we haven't really had it. It's been particularly again for, for women, if you think about the whole, you know, motherhood thing and the pressures, thank God I'm not a mother yet, but the pressures to be perfect and have all the organic food or the non-allergy or apologizing because your kid hasn't bathed in a couple of days. I'm like, your kid probably bathes more than me. Don't even worry. Like I'm so not concerned, but it's not really about me. It's about how that person feels and being able to sort of use your intuition, I suppose, to, to glean what that where that's coming from, whether it is an anxiety because they're not at that point where they can let themselves off. So they're, they're constantly like, you know, giving themselves a hard time. Um, I think people like us who are kind of finding our way better is making sure we kind of respect that. Like, hey, you know, no need to feel bad, but I, I totally get why you're stressed out about that thing. 
rather than maybe being like how I feel, which is almost like, God, I don't have time in my life for that stress. I can't believe they're stressing about that because it's so far out of my sort of state. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's rambly, it's hard because it's very specific, but I think, you know, we should, it's always the same as, as respecting people and treating people how you want to be treated. Doesn't mean putting yourself last and going to the thing because you're exhausted, but it does mean respecting people enough to say, if you're not going to make it and give people time to cancel or say, look, there's a refund deposit down. I'm sorry. Obviously I'm going to pay my share for it, even if I'm not showing up. Like it's about keeping your consideration for that other person, but without it coming as a sacrifice to yourself. Mm. I think maybe that's the best way. And sometimes we do just have to do shit. It is the way it is. The flight's going to go if you don't turn up. But other times um, when it's not the end of the world, you don't have to treat it like the end of the world, but treat it with the, the respect that it deserves, you know? Yeah, like there will be multiple different opportunities leaning on each side of the scale when you get to choose how you respond and, and in what way, eh? Yeah. And I think for me, my biggest issue for the longest time has been the fear of how people respond if I don't. And I get the anxiety of, oh, I really don't want to go even though I love the person. Maybe I'd be happy when I'm there, but part of me thinks, no, I just want to be home this entire day. And I know that in my bones, but I'm really, what I'm freshing about is how do I tell them? That's ultimately what I'm fretting about. And what I've come to is not, oh, I'm going to have to let all these people down. But for the most part, people do understand if you're honest and you are apologetic and you are sort of like, it's just, this is the way it is right now. People do tend to be understanding. And if they're not, then there's either that opportunity to sort of educate and say, you know, you can give yourself that break too. I expect that in return. Or, oh, well, the reason I'm afraid to be honest with this friend is because I can't be without being chastised. Maybe they're not a great friend, mm. you know? So, so and, and it's all the, you know, it's all the things we need to work out, but I just feel like not talking about something never solves anything anyway. Um, and I'm lucky having been from a family that's very much of that opinion. We talk it all out. Um, but a lot of people aren't. So speaking up about your own needs um, and, and trying to, you know, create a healthy dialogue or maybe adjust and grow with friends who aren't that way. It could be a scary prospect, but ultimately it's going to, you're going to be better off because you're either going to grow in your friendship or make room for other people that are better for you who would understand because we all need that. We really we don't need that on top of things. And I don't want to be giving that out to anyone. I want them to all feel they can say that to me too. Like I didn't make the fudge and I go, that is fine. I love the fudge, exact same thing as you, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think like all things, if you're gonna ask for that grace and you're gonna extend the grace to yourself, extend the grace to everyone else as well. Yeah. Yeah. I have nothing to add apart from, yeah. <laughs> um, I was also just thinking while you were talking, Kate, um, if there is a Walmart listening who doesn't know, um, who doesn't know you, um, do you want to just quickly introduce yourself and tell, um, you know, Walnuts where to find you if they want to like snoop you a little bit more? 
Sure. I'm um, Lara's professional best friend. <laughs> um, no. Um, yeah, I, so I, I live in the UK, which is why we have the different time zones. Um, and I'm a filmmaker in London. Um, and I'm a very good talker with Lara. So she brings me back time after time. Um, and I, I don't hang out a lot on social media, but probably my Instagram is the best place, which is Miss K Bromley. Um, and there's a couple links to some of my films and stuff there as well. Um, and yeah, I think, I think my biggest cred for this though, is just being your best friend. We met at uni and now the years are racking up. It's been a while. I know. know. Yeah. It's quite impressive. It's been 10 plus years now, I think. Yeah. I met you when I was 19, you were 18, I think. I am 16 going on 17. What is that song from? Sound of Music, I think. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Um, thank you. Yeah. So Walnut, this week, Kate and I started um as a joke for our episodes where um we I had Kate on for episode 10 and then we made a little haha and we're like, see you at episode 20. Ha 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 ha. And then offline, I think we were like, actually, do you want to? And Kate was like, yeah. And then it just started 20, 30, 40, all the way up to 100. Um, and then this one was the little, little not straw that broke the camel's break, but the little new flow, new little dent in the, in the water that didn't really stop us from continuing to do it. So um, Kate is going to be back every, every few eps. And it's lovely and it's delicious. So um, welcome, Walnut, if you haven't met the Kate Chats before, because these conversations are... I continue to enjoy having them on here because it's actually just like how Kate and I talk. <laughs> so it's yeah. like you're a fly on the wall for our normal conversations that we have when we're just on like FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, it's much more like specific to whatever's going on, but then we'll end up having these deep lessons that we've gleaned from, you know, whatever's happened that week. Um, sometimes I'm like, oh, I've just learned something new about who I am. And it goes yeah. all deep. Um, and I mean, I think, yeah, our conversations always were a bit more than surface, but certainly this podcast and maybe a year or two before that podcast started, I think we've just opened like the floodgates in the sense of like, we do find the kind of the meaning and everything. And, and it's nice to have someone where you can do that with, without it being, you know, sometimes you do need those conversations where with friends that are a bit more just how life's been and the holidays and that kind of thing. Um, but I know I'm never going to get an exhausted eye roll from you if I'm like, so this thing happened yesterday and now I think I know more about who I am. <laughs> I, I'm here for it now though. So Kate, just before we wrap up this episode, we've asked you what being a walnut means to you multiple times, but maybe in the context of... Um, of the new year, um, what does walnut being a walnut mean to you for 2022? Well, it, even just in the context of, like you say, the last couple of years we've had this conversation today, I would say it's be resilient and do the thing, however that looks. It doesn't need to be by this time, date, by this place with that person that you'll get there and no one knows where, you know, the curves and the roads are going to go. So if you're resilient, 
and you think you're near the end and it turns out you're actually just hitting another corner and the journey continues, your resilience will take you through that other length of the journey because you'll know, well, I know myself, I'll get there eventually. And I need to use that on myself too. I love that. And I actually really love the word resilience. It like makes me feel really strong and powerful. So I, I'm thank you for that choice of word. <laughs> yeah, it's from my sister, actually. She was talking about the difference about just coping and being resilient and the difference between the two. And that could be a whole chat, but it's really stuck with me. And um, she's, you know, doing a master's in, in like positive psychology and wellness and all this kind of stuff. And it's just a, you know, wealth of information right now. So we have all the deep chats too, me and her. Yeah, Awesome. That's yeah. really, that's really cool. We, we talk about resilience a lot um, at my work too, for um, obvious reasons, if you know where I work, but um, yeah, it's a really great word. It's a really great word in terms of the walnut journey as well, I think. So yeah very delicious very good well walnut I also just wanted to add before um I say goodbye was um I'm also very aware that Kate and I are very similar in terms of structure and things so if you are somebody on the other end um and a really flowy person and the potentially you resonate with the person who maybe shows up late or like a similar example to that um I encourage you to please walnut and reach out and and let us know because I think yeah, it'd be nice to hear another end of the conversation too. Um, because yeah, yeah, we might just be talking to, to one particular type of walnut, but I realized that, yeah, there's probably, um, yeah, some walnuts listening that are like, actually, hang on, I have something to raise. So like, I just want to give you permission to, um, to reach out, jump in the walnut tree on Facebook, um, because these discussions are, they are discussions, like they continue on so there's so much more to add and um yeah I just want you to know that you have a voice here um even though it's not recorded but I want your voice to be expressed however you need to and I want to hear from you and I'm sure Kate you agree <laughs> you you love discussing just as much as me so um yeah please feel free um Kate any last things before we wrap up that you want to share for the oncoming year or in anything in general, oh, really? Well, yeah, the only thing, and we talked about this briefly before we started recording, is that it's the end of the year. By the time this is um, aired, I think it'll be the beginning of the new year, 2022. And perhaps after the last couple of years, the last thing we are focusing on are absolutes and guarantees. And we've all learned a little bit that plans do change. And we've all hopefully got a bit of resilience from that. And all I'd say is for 2022, like if you have your goals, if you have your plans, know that, you know, things may change that are out of our control. And we've had to put up with a lot of external disappointments, um, but we've got through that and, and still have your plans and your goals, but be resilient and, and know that they can change. And if they change because you change and, and or, you know, factors change around you. Um, that it'll be all right and that you've got permission to change your mind or to shift the deadline or to, you know, make the best of something um, that looks close to what your original idea was. So um, I think maybe go into this year, not with a defeatist attitude of, well, there's no point making any plans because if we look at it too broadly, there's never 
anything could happen, zombie apocalypse, really hoping there's not, but you know, there could be. Um, is that thing of being like, you know, you can accept that the things that you can't change, but you can still roll with the punches and, and you can still have like a beautiful um, year. So that's my wish for everyone. And to just be really kind to yourself about any, you know, resolutions, give yourself a bit of flex. I love that. I actually don't really have anything to add aside from like roll with the punches, but also roll with the celebrations as well and keep that celebration train going too. Um, because yeah, so often we do turn to, I'm going to go on a tangent onto the punches, but you know, remember to celebrate yourself as well, Warner, and you made it, you made it to another year. So um, nothing else to add, just wrapping up, Kate, thank you for being here and for being flexible with me and for um, all the delicious discussion that you bring to my life and to the podcast and to the world, because you are wonderful and delicious. So thank you for being here again. And I've really enjoyed having you. I always enjoy being here. And um, yeah, thank you. This is a really nice chat. I loved it as always. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Walnut, thank you for being here and thank you for giving us your time. And um, like I said, we want to hear from you, but mainly happy, happy new year. And I will talk to you next Walnut Wednesday. Bye.